What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. What's up, tea drinkers? We are back with another episode of The Tea with KG. I'm your host, Kaylee Grace, and I have another amazing guest joining me this week. We have the lovely Danny Jacobs joining us. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for having me here. An amazing platform to, be able to tell my story. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to have you. Oh, it's going to be amazing. So one of my previous guests, Britt, who was on, she connected us, and I'm so glad she did because Danny is honoring me with being able to share her very special story with us, and I'm just really, really honored that you're allowing me to to share with people because it's just really important, and I love that you're being open and vulnerable with us, and it's just going to be an amazing conversation. So I'm super excited. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So we'll get the who are you and what do you do. So my name is Danny. Um, I use pronouns either they, them, or she, her. Um, I work construction. That's my daily job. Um, I'm transgender. I should get that out of the way. Um, (laughs) I'm transgender. I work construction. Um, Yeah, I've had lots of hobbies over the years. I've, I've race motocross at race go-karts whoa that's so cool (laughs) biking for last i do disco i do i got into roller skating wow Um, i have lots of other hobbies that i'm into but yeah that's pretty much that's cool you got you are like an adventurous soul you're creative you're in burlesque you've got it all i love that that's super cool fun to have a lot of hobbies just reach on that yeah yeah because you you gain different things from each of those I think it fills your soul in a different way I love that oh for sure yeah you get you get burned out of one thing and you hop onto another one and you get tired of that I feel you there dancing never gets old though dancing is just so good for the soul makes me so happy yeah I'm I'm not I'm not really much of a dancer I'm kind of uh I'm really awkward I kind of had this this thing where I I kind of pictured myself as a cross between if Violet Chachki and Phoebe Herman had a baby. I have the perfect visual right now. <laughs> more on the Phoebe Herman side. Yeah. <laughs> Violet Chachki, what a queen! Yeah, she's amazing. She was in Vancouver. Was it 2019? 20? 2020? 2019? Yeah. That was so good. I saw it up close, personal. I was like the wow. tallest one because I'm six eight in heels. Video of it all, and yeah, I was just that was that was for Pride. So it was in the oh, that's amazing. Of- yeah, so they were there with Alaska and Bob's drag queen. Oh my yeah. god, iconic. 
<laughs> that is really so cool. And I did see um, who's the comedy queen. Um, she's super hilarious. Um, but I saw her at the Bianca the, Bianca yes. Del Rio. Yes. Yeah, my friend yeah. Kels and her friend took me to that. I guess. Oh my ago. god, she is so funny. Oh, that would have been so good. Yeah, it's beyond. Yeah, it was one of the best for sure. Oh, I yeah. love that. And like I've said this so many times on different episodes, but like drag is just joy to me. Like it's just so much happy energy, and it's just like you can't be mad in that environment. It's just like all love, and it's just the best. Yeah, I I never actually got to watch Drag Race. I only saw season eight because that was mm-hmm. on Netflix add on. Yeah on tv which was interesting because bob the drag queen when they came to vancouver um she was saying that oh everyone in vancouver loves me everyone in canada basically like the top drag queen and then later she found out that it's only because we had season eight that's the only (laughs) we had so we only knew her yeah yeah (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) she's really funny too i love the humor it's so good it's just like we were saying, it's so multifaceted. Like there's so much you can pull from it. Like, you know, whether it be for me, that stories, like the inspiration that just gets me like so hard. But then, you know, there's the beautiful, the fashion, the acting, the dancing, the singing, everything. It's just so good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely, it was a, it was a bit of an outlet for me when I first started. Yeah. It yeah. Kind of a, yeah. And I, I think it's really, the drag is really good in, I think um, that it's becoming more mainstream because it's getting absolutely talking a lot more and making oh, it yeah. here for everyone in the community, whether they be like queer, trans. Mm-hmm. It, I agree them. 100%. I love that you said that. It's so true. It's like, it just brings light to this amazing, beautiful community. I just think it's so great. Yeah. Yeah. No. So 2018, I went to DragCon in LA. <gasps> what oh my god tell me everything so and i didn't know anybody i i went down there with my friend um Marissa from memphis and and her wife and um yeah we met down there and uh yeah i didn't know anybody except for season eight people yeah and yeah it was just a good time because it was an outlet for me to be myself where i never really had that around here um Absolutely. so i had it but it was just it was just fun yeah, and then I went back again in 2019. I just did a solo trip, mm-hmm. and I basically stayed right across from the convention center. So I saw everyone walking in. So I just walked from my front door to their front door. That's and, perfect. <laughs> yeah, and it was an amazing trip because I have lots of friends down there now. Yeah. And, yeah, and then I was gonna. I was thinking about going in 2020, but I had a lot going on. And I'm really yeah. glad I didn't buy flights because. <laughs> the whole world (laughs) had a moment (laughs) yeah the good thing about the pandemic was that that's kind of when I knew that I had to transition to oh my gosh okay let's dive right in let's get the story so basically I knew I knew I've been like this my whole life just kind of um yeah because I'm at I'm in that generation where I never had the um the internet or anything like that so growing up, there was no resources for me, and there was yeah. a lot of ignorance out there towards everything. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I was basically growing up as a child. I kind of became, I kind of realized that I would be bullied or not accepted, and uh, yeah, yeah, and it was, and it was, 
it was hard, but at the same time, um, yeah, I just, I just, I just lived my life. And, yeah. Uh, so it wasn't, I hear people who have like major, major dysphoria growing up. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, it wasn't really like that. I kind of knew what I wanted stuff and it wasn't really a reality for me kind of okay but even going through high school there's a a trans person Carolyn Cossie who was basically one of the famous um trans people at the time Mm -hmm. and so and I believe they were they transitioned at an earlier age um and I kind of figured that oh maybe I'll be in like that same have the same um timelines as that as her yeah and uh yeah as i got older and older it just didn't happen and i mean i didn't get the internet till like later on in life like mm-hmm. my and yeah. even then, um i kind of got into rock climbing and it was amazing because rock climbing first time that actually i found friends who were they're just freaking amazing like my yeah my friends they're they're basically my family um i love that I, I have so many friends out there they knew nothing about me um mm-hmm. but yeah i just felt you just feel the love from everybody kind of like everyone just, yeah i just did my rock climbing and i'd be like oh climbing on the walls wishing wishing that i was basically a girl yeah so i just i just kind of climbing was another outlet for me that it was an amazing time in my life. I loved it. It was good. Um, so I climbed a lot and had a great friend all over the place. We did lots of stuff, road trips. We we all started mountain biking together. We did like we did like everything together. Amazing. I mean, I, it was like your your chosen family, like your bond. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and I I mean I could call up probably the people that I I met like the first two years of climbing that I haven't really talked to for twenty years or whatever. I could probably call them up and it'd be like, no. Yes, I love that. Those connections, you can't, they're just so natural and real. Those, I live for connections like that. Yeah, I, um, yeah, got into the the climbing and everything. And then, um, you know, I just, I struggled a lot. And eventually it was interesting because I was at home one day and I was reading the local paper and there was a, trans person from I forget where they were even from um but I, I saw their name and everything so I'm on Facebook I'm like I'm gonna google up their name or Facebook yeah. up their name whatever and so I'm like fully creeping out their their profile and I was just kind of like oh this is interesting whatever and then I saw one of their friends was trans and I clicked on that friend and then and then it was just like a wormhole of like all of these yeah and it just opened up a world for me Wow. Did you connect with all of them? Like, did you message them or just, you just like looked at their profiles? There's actually one, one person who, um, I think this is very, it was the second person that I, that I saw, um, Hayden. I, I ended up some friends on Facebook. We've met a a couple of, I've met them. Cool. He was at her work and stuff like that, just in passing and stuff. Yeah. Other than that, um, I met tons of people online in in LA and, mm-hmm. and just all over the world and it's amazing. that's so cool so one of my best friends in the community well someone who's who's close to me um lives in Memphis um Marissa mm-hmm. he 
um, is neat because we both kind of started the same. Um, we kind of had sort of parallel lives where we it's the same way. Um, we just everything was kind of aligned, yeah, aligned, parallel, yeah. I mean, um, she went on HRT, and I'm like, oh, I'm not ready. Six months later, I'm on HRT, and and yeah, yeah it's neat because You're... we can talk about anything. Absolutely, and like you know you're going through this together and like, it's, it's so good to have that support. And like, like you're saying, it doesn't matter where in the world you are. It's a beauty. We can connect virtually, which is great. Yeah. No. So that, yeah, that's kind of how that was. But going back, I guess, uh, yeah, when I was on the Facebook, I ended up connecting with all these people and that's how I had my name, Danny Jacobs, which is like my stage name, stage. That's kind of how my, how a lot of people know me. Now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I had that, and I ended up connecting with these two friends in Seattle. Um, this was before my wife even knew anything about me. Like, I was—I guess I was experimenting in my gender, so I was more like um, dressing up and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Kind of like my old. So yeah, was, for sure. I met these friends in Seattle, and we um, kind of connected. They're like, "Oh, you should come over and, and see us, whatever." And it was just at that time, that was in September, I think it's 2015. Okay. And uh, we connected um, online and it, they kind of helped me so that I could actually come out to my wife. Mm -hmm. And so I remember having kind of the conversation with, with her. Um, I actually yeah. wrote, a, I wrote a letter on the computer because it's hard. And I basically oh, yeah. some stuff and, and whatnot. I let, I said, hey, I got some stuff on the computer. I want you to read. And I kind of went away. She read it one time, and I'm like, my heart's pounding, whatever. Of yeah. course. Day's going to have a little climbing wall there. I was just like down there for like an hour or two. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, anyway, I just went upstairs after, and like nothing happened. Finally, I went to bed. It's like, okay. yeah, did you read this? And, yeah. And she just kind of um, like, yeah, yeah, I read it. Like, we don't have to talk about it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, we can. And we did. And, and yeah, and she's just okay with it, like with the wow. dress. Stuff. So she didn't yeah. know about the, the trans issues, which nobody really did. And I hadn't really planned on transitioning or anything like that. That was something mm -hmm. that was in my head. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, fast forward, it had nothing to do with, with this, but um, me and her, we, we separated. Um, yeah. just, we're still friends. She's an amazing person. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we have a good relationship. She's still my family. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Like some people are in your lives for just a portion and it doesn't make them any less important. It just, that part of your journey was meant for that. And now it's a different part. So I think that's great yeah. that you guys so, are still close. Yeah. So we're still, still close and I'm close with all of her family and presence yeah. and all that stuff, which is amazing. And uh, yeah. So anyway, um, that was good. I had a few, oh, actually when I came, so when I came out to her, She's just like, oh, do you ever want to go out or anything like that? And uh, I think it was New Year. It was New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. New Year's Eve, I think, is when she kind of found out. And then I kind of showed her my Facebook profile and everything. Mm -hmm. Showed her all friends that I had and stuff. Like, oh, are you friends with anybody? And I kind of showed the um, the friends and, and yeah. Like, um, long story short, we ended up going to Seattle for my first time out. Um, two six weeks later. On Valentine's Day, she's like, "Let's go to let's go to Seattle," and we went. Let's do time. it. Yeah, first time she saw me dressed up or anything like. Oh, that. that's amazing. And yeah, and it was good. 
Yeah. That's so good. What did you guys do? Where'd you go? To a, a drag show on, um, what was the neighborhood is called? It's kind of like the gay neighborhood there. Yeah. Um, so we went to a drag show there and it, it was super fun. Um, my friend, I met someone who I still connect with, Carla, did my makeup. Um, oh, awesome. And uh, yeah, so it was my first time having my makeup done. How did so, that feel? Yeah, it was neat. Just because my wife was there, watch, like, poking her head in the door back and forth. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and it was a fun night out. Yeah, and it happened. Came home, and there was a few times I met some people. I ended up going out in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Not very often, maybe once every couple months or something like that with some other um, group of people, whatever. And, uh, yeah, so I didn't really have a – I didn't go out a lot. Yeah. It was enough to be like a little outlet for me. Yeah, absolutely. Still, and my friends, nobody knew, so I was like hiding, and, and yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like big, big kind of secret sort of thing. Yeah. And that was 2015, 16, I believe. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So then, um, yeah. So, so we kind of had. Yeah, it was good because I could have explore and stuff like that. 2016 yeah. had stuff happen. My dad passed away, and uh, oh. 2017 was the year that year that um, we separated ways yeah and uh that's when I'm like okay I'm gonna go out and do stuff and I ended up going I actually ended up right after we separated September I ended up going to Fan Expo okay and I was like I'm just gonna go out there with my friend and just I don't know see what's out there the body mm-hmm. went not dressed up as anything just a old boy boat yeah yeah and I got there and I saw how much people how much fun they were having and I was like these are a bunch of weirdos and I love it <laughs> yes it this was, is where I need to be <laughs> yeah so, so that night I actually figured out a costume for the next year so I I made a Cruella Bill costume you made it well sorry I my friend Wendy um made me a Cruella jacket I bought all of the yeah custom made one that's amazing. Yeah. I love custom anything and like being creative like that. I think that is so cool. Yeah. So, so that was fun. So I went, so the next year I went as Cruella. My friend went poison. Oh and, my God. I need to see pictures. That sounds epic. Yeah. It was, it was so good. And yeah, everyone was just taking pictures and like stopping us. It was such a good feeling. <laughs> so yeah, there was that. And, uh, so I had, a, I had a, a few outlets and then, um, but I used to go to I used to go to drag shows all of the time. Not all of the mm-hmm. time. When I, when I would go to the drag shows, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd go see the drag queens, and there I became friends with a, a few of them. There's some mm-hmm. some amazing people out there. Um, yeah. But I found myself going to the drag shows and feeling pretty isolated still because okay. I'd be all on drag, and I and basically they were in they were in gay bars, mm-hmm. and. It wasn't, it was, it was a place that, so I, I'm not, I wasn't gay at the time, mm-hmm. not that it matters or anything like that, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like, okay, I'm in this place, I'm not there meeting, really meeting people, the only other people there really dressed up and stuff are the, um, are the drag performers, right. and there's like stagettes and stuff there, which were super fun and cool, Yeah. So lots of party, but it just didn't seem like, didn't really seem like a, a fit for me. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I I enjoyed going to the show. They're they're great shows. Yeah. Like, this is just 
I just wasn't feeling it. And there's even one time where I went to the show and the drag queens they were kind of they were a little bit snobby. Oh, so, I don't like that. No need. Yeah. So I went. I remember I went to a show and like I'm six foot eight heels, and <laughs> I'm standing. You're a tall and, drink of water. Yeah, and like all these queens walked by and to me but i remember it was actually a total awesome validation for me but i remember this one queen came by and she gave me like the biggest smile so i'm down i'm just like this stuff i was totally Aww. down the queen came by gave me like a big smile pat on my on the shoulder yeah like, yeah you're like you're like part of this kind of thing right gave you so, that reassurance i love yeah. that yeah and that that was kendall jen did that so, oh my god oh yeah. my god okay i like i said i'm i'm still new to vancouver like it's yeah. only been a year and a half haven't seen kendall in person but watched her on canada's drag race and i mean you know with tv you always have to take it with a grain of salt when you're watching but her personality like just so kind and sweet and your story just yeah. confirmed all of the things that i felt watching her oh i love that she just seems so genuine is super genuine like yeah the sweetest person and and there's so many amazing queens out there like yeah. that was just my that was one little experience of, of my own and mm-hmm. kind of my vulnerability i guess of absolutely kind of, but then i ended up uh ended up getting into the the burlesque um, community cool okay how did this happen tell me well i ended up i ended up um I ended up taking lessons with my basically one of my best friend right now, um, cool. who is um, she was teaching me lessons, and uh, yeah, I just ended up getting into. I was taking privates because I wanted to learn how to dance. Yes. And then I ended up taking one of her. Um, there's a class in a at a community center. So okay. I cool. That well and I was kind of like okay this is all right I'm just kind of learning learning how to dance a little bit and then yeah. I ended up going to the Vancouver Burlesque Festival so the one that that Brit was um on the board with and yeah I, I uh yeah and I was just there and all of I'm all like glammed up and everyone mm-hmm. was the happiest place in the world and oh I love that accepted me and there and it was just like yeah coming up to me and and yeah, it just felt so good. And I've got like, like tears in my eyes right now. I'm feeling yeah. this. But yeah, I, and I just that. felt like, wow, these are like my people. And yeah. It'd be around that. So then, um, yeah, I had a lot of issues going on around then. But um, yeah, I ended up um, still taking classes with my, my friend Chastity. And yeah. who's, uh, she's been amazing through this whole, basically my whole journey. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, He's basically like my, he's basically one of my rocks. Yes. Like, one so, of your earth angels. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So we, um, yeah, I was taking lessons and then I also was taking class with April Appeal, um, doing okay. like competence and uh, creativity, I believe it was. Yeah. That sounds like, awesome. Yeah, so they're big group classes. Give me lots of confidence. And got to be with a lot of weird people and met like amazing <laughs> friends. And yeah. And it's just like an amazing community that I just love it so much that makes and, me so happy and it speaks volumes of the types of people you're getting to surround yourself with they're just beautiful souls that are just loving and accepting and that is what I want for this world so much is that just 
human decency and compassion and openness. Like, let's learn about each other. I just think it's the best. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And and like mm-hmm. like Britt was saying on on um, her podcast, how it's just like a community that accepts all bodies, genders. Yes. And, and yeah, and it's it, it's like that. Like I feel zero. When I go to a show, I go to a show all dressed out. If I was anywhere but the show, I feel super vulnerable. I go there, I just feel like a rock star. It is kind of, <gasps> well, not so much a rock star, but I feel, I just feel like nobody's judging. Yes. I, that makes me so happy. I'm literally like beaming right now. Cause that's just, that's what's up. Like that's how it should be all the time everywhere. But I just love that that safe space exists because it should be everywhere, you know? So that was good. And then, so I did all of the classes and stuff like that. And then shows mm-hmm. uh, and everything was amazing. And then COVID hit. Oh, yes. Boom. Everything was just like, stop. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, this shouldn't, this shouldn't be too bad. And uh, so I was isolated at home with my dog. And yes. so uh, we were just sitting around. And after, I think it was like a week or two in, I was just, had this, revelation kind of like what what do I want like yeah nobody, nobody else is around like what do I want for myself I don't have to care about anybody friends family anything and I yeah position and so was it an instant like you just knew you were like yep this is it oh yeah yeah, no, yeah. I was just there and I'm just like no this is this is something that I have to do and I can't mm-hmm. remember if I I booked a doctor's appointment or I think I actually had a, a, an appointment with my doctor anyway at the time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, by the way, because she had known before. She knew about the drag, how I dressed up and stuff like that. She told me, hey, if you ever want to go on, on um, medications and stuff. And at the time, I was just like, yeah, maybe, but I'm not really ready for it. Yeah. Right. Now I was just like, hey, you know, those medications, I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah. It's time. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. It's cool, too, that she spoke to you about that already. Like, that's that's pretty great. Yeah, it was something that she offered basically yeah. about myself. And wow. It's like, oh, I have, I think at the time she said she had six patients already who, who were in some kind of, uh, in in some level in mm-hmm. the trans community. Um, yeah. Phones and stuff. And I was like, oh, this, this is good. Like, I feel good about it. And so she hooked me up with three bridges in Vancouver. So I got hooked up with the doctor there. And it's neat because my, my family doctor, she actually um, did one of her practicums or whatever there. So yeah. she had three bridges for a bit. So she knew about it. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. So by the time I talked to her about it, um, she set me up with appointment three bridges. They called me. I had my first appointment two weeks, two weeks later. Um, after I got some blood tests, I had my second appointment. And then I was on estrogen and blockers. Uh, um, yeah, two months after I, I talked to her. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, what was what were your feelings during this time? Like, what? Tell me about that. I'm so curious. Yeah. I remember waking up on the couch one day, and I I just woke up and thinking like, wow, this is really happening, and it's like yeah. the happiest thing in the world. And at the time, I had a lot of anxiety with mm-hmm. me. So when I got my I had my final doctor's appointment where he actually it was the yeah, it was the doctor prescribed the, the medication for me. So mm-hmm. I went to I filled that prescription like now 
and it was when, <laughs> it was actually May twenty seventh of two thousand and twenty. Um, Amazing. Wednesday night, and I went and I got the prescription, and I get like a little estrogen pack, is like a half inch by an inch long, something like that, super small. Mm-hmm. And I put that sucker on me. Yeah, and I was like, that night I slept. Here like, we go. It was weird. The anxieties were gone because I'd wake up in the morning, <gasps> and as soon as I woke up, it'd just be like boom, anxiety. Mm-hmm. After I did that, I'd wake up in the morning, and I didn't have that. Oh my god, I love that. It's like you're when you step into your truth. It's like those things in your body get released. It's like a release of what's no longer serving you. That's amazing. And, and it was uh, it was neat because when I put on the patch too, you shouldn't really feel anything from it. But when I put the patch on, it actually felt almost like it was burning into me. And then it almost felt like somebody punched me the second time when I put it on, because I changed it twice a week. So mm-hmm. I put it on the other side of me and it was the same thing. And then after those two times, it was just, it was nothing. Uh, yeah, and then over, it was over six months, they titrated it up in a small, small um, dose to where I am now. So now okay. I brought my testosterone drop to basically have like almost nothing. And then okay. my came up into the the middle of the female range right now. So, cool. so it's all individualized kind of. Okay. So, so with me, I, I, I wanted the slow, slow and steady approach. Yes. I'm like, you know, I just want to do this properly and mm-hmm. I'm not in a huge rush, but I want to get, I want my goals, but at the same time, I want to do it safely. And I don't just want you to like fill me up with estrogen, like boom. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, he ended up, we started out small with uh, a patch, like a 50 microgram patch on me, which now um, usually they, I think it's, 400 micrograms I, I believe with patches is kind of mm-hmm. like the I'm trying to give so right now I'm on 300 micrograms which puts me in okay the yeah okay usually, cool usually they'll start out somebody on either pills patches um, they don't start out with injections but there's, there's okay. a bunch of different methods um, so that would be the estrogen and then um, to block testosterone they'll usually give you like spirolactane finasteride or durastride it's mm-hmm. called Oh, they all kind of do different things. So okay, I'm on cool. A, I'm on a finasteride, which also is supposed to help um, with hair because it blocks the DHT and the testosterone. Okay. Because so, this is not fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm like a little, <laughs> little, little tougher out here, but yeah. So basically I have super thin hair up. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it actually grows back a little baby hair sometimes. Or it wow. just it stops the male pattern baldness. Yeah. So that's what. That's what's going on with that. It's so interesting just because like the, the way, you know, modern medicine has come. It's just amazing that this is something we can do. It's great. Yeah. And, and it's neat too, because nowadays, so back in the day, had I started like 10, 15, 20 years ago, I would have had to jump through so many hoops. I'd have to actually live full time as a woman for a year before right. I could eat any medications. But now they have the informed consent model where basically... Mm-hmm. They kind of do a couple interviews on me, sort of the doctor and nurse, like uh, you're, you're good to go, kind of thing. Like great. This so, um, yeah, because it really sucks when you have to like dress up as a woman when you have like no estrogen, you just all man features. Right. Yeah. And, totally. You want to feel comfortable and you want to, you know, yeah. feel good about yourself. Totally. Yeah, and it's different for everybody too. Like mm-hmm. some people who transition want to 
they want to, as soon as they're just like, hey, I'm transitioning to like, dress all feminine, put on dress makeup, they're going out and they're like presenting right away. Whereas me, I'm just kind of like, in like this slow transition stage where I feel like I've kind of popped the shell off. Yeah. I nail shell off, but there's no, there's still a, a shell that's kind of growing, the female shell. So I'm kind of yeah. like in this, stuck in this middle area where I'm not really male, but I'm not really female. Right. Kind of in this like middle, they call it like the awkward state. Right. But, but I feel like I, myself, um, I feel lucky because I don't really feel it that awkward because of all the people mm-hmm. around. Just absolutely yeah. having that support, right? Yeah, and I'm open to 100% everybody. Yes, and like for construction, all my construction peeps know know about me, and, and everyone is respectful and everything. All my cousins, yeah. I think some people don't really. I don't think they really understand it totally. Right. But, or not necessarily, they accept it and everything. I think they just don't understand what's going on in my life. Like, because they right. see, like, you're transitioning, but you look the same. So it's like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. I don't think they see that it's kind of a slow process to get to the Absolutely. end. Absolutely. And I, I, I have respect for a slow process because I feel in general, and I don't know if it's our society or what it is, but it's always go, 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 rush, 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 get this done now. It's like, Having a slow build is not bad. I think that's good because you really can truly come into your own and get to know what you want exactly without rushing. So I think that's great. No, it's uh, yeah, it, it works for me. Some people need a, a quicker thing, and it's yeah, like, oh, totally. Like I have, I have hundreds and hundreds of friends, all in different stages of some might be crossdress, some of are transition, some have transition, some are yeah. in high. and I don't really know two friends that are exactly this no it's so true like anyone with in the community who've shared stories with me everybody's different and I think that's just the most beautiful thing because like even you and I when we were chatting before we started recording like while we were still messaging on Instagram we were talking about that how each journey is truly unique and special and teach their own like what works for you is what works for you like with anything so I love that you mentioned that too because yeah some people they want hot and heavy let's go fast all right give her (laughs) and that's okay too yeah so yeah but it was very interesting sitting in in COVID when I when I first started yeah because kind of a lot of people a lot of trans people have this thing where they're they're like, oh man, I wish I could be, I wish I could just go away for like a couple of years and come back as a woman or go mm-hmm. away. Um, and yeah, it's kind of like this thing you're kind of like thinking about. It's like, oh, that'd be such a great scenario. Here I'm in the middle of COVID and I'm like, well, I don't have to see anybody. So it's, it's, yeah. kind, of, it's kind of the same thing, sort of, but. Mm-hmm. We were you, isolated. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so totally. it's because I'm, I'm allowed to be. I don't have, I have just my own thoughts in my head. I don't have all of society kind of. Yes. Yeah. I don't be like, I don't see something and be like, oh, maybe transition isn't the right thing for me because I really enjoy this or, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's interesting being able to, to hide a little bit. Yes. And, and be. And I feel like it was such a time of like self discovery and change for so many people, myself included, like it, 
it was, it's amazing. And I truly do believe like everything happens in divine timing as and when it should. And when it's right, it's right. And you just go for it. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. but yeah, it was a neat process because also I was, uh, yeah, while I was in isolation, um, yeah, my, it took a while, but yeah, my body was, was like changing and stuff, softening. Yeah. People would notice. I mean, I was getting breast tissue and, mm-hmm. and like my muscle, everything was like softening. It was interesting yeah. because yesterday I've been on estrogen for two years. And I was feeling my cheek and I'm like, my cheek's really fat. I've never noticed. <laughs> yeah. And it is like the weirdest thing. Yeah. That's amazing. But then I had to, I had to basically tell all my friends stuff about mm-hmm. it too, which was interesting um because before before covid when i was performing is interesting because uh i didn't really tell a lot of my performer friends obviously knew about but my like my climber friends stuff like that they didn't really know too much Mm -hmm. so i remember um my friend i went hiking i'm really good friends with her husband so anyway I, i was like can we go can we go for a hike because I, I really need to talk to you about something. We went up to Limbaugh, whatever. And I, I basically told him, like, yeah, by the way, I do drag. This was before estrogen and all that. Yeah. So I basically, like, yeah, I do I do drag and uh, stuff. Okay, whatever. Like, how are you going to tell Gary about this? And I was like, yeah, I need to, whatever. So anyway, I invited them out to a burlesque show. Nice. Let's go to this burlesque show. And before the burlesque show, we went at dinner. And I, um, sitting there, and I was nervous. And Harley here's wife knew knew that I was gonna tell him, and and we're just having dinner. I was like, yeah. So by the way, this this burlesque show. Um, yeah. So my teacher is in it. I I do burlesque, and he's just kind of like, looking at me, like, yeah, and I do drag too. Like, huh, really? Yeah. And that was kind of good, <laughs> it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, super easy it's like oh okay cool and we're going to the show yeah, right on <laughs> yeah they knew about me yeah, yeah and then uh a bunch of i ended up being in a show and they actually came they actually invited, amazing i did some other friends of mine they didn't tell them that show until like yeah at the show i think or just before or whatever but mm-hmm. yeah i think doing the show and then i come back after and it's the first time my friends saw me dressed up yeah it's just kind of the weirdest feeling, like walking out, just like full of acceptance and everything. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. So, it's yeah. Beautiful. So it was good. So they knew about that, that side of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But so during COVID, I, um, I had to tell everybody that I was transitioning. Right. And it's hard because I don't see everybody. That's so right. I didn't want to text anybody um, about all of this. A lot of my burlesque friends who kind of knew felt really really comfortable because they knew like all about the size stuff like that so i, I texted yeah. them, them and just kind of like it's almost like testing the waters totally and it's like every time that you tell one person you just become stronger and stronger because yes. you're like acceptance over here it's like if these people don't kind of like even though i knew everyone would accept yeah, yeah. anyway i ended up private messaging um a bunch of friends anyway because i was going to tell because mm-hmm. you, you saw the, I posted a, um, a coming out letter, basically, on my Facebook page. Yeah, it was beautiful. Morning. Yeah, so that I basically sent that to all my friends privately. And so that was, I feel like I did that, but um, 
Yeah, I think it was 2021, February 5th, 2021. I'm weird with dates sometimes. I'm pretty sure that was the date on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it was a, I wrote that on a Wednesday night and I was working over on Bowen Island and I'm coming back on the ferry and I was just kind of like, oh yeah, posting it. And I posted it on my Facebook. And yeah, and basically as soon as I posted it, there was like a couple of, I got a couple pings on my message or whatever. And it was the very first message that, I had was actually Gary who I'd come out to. Um, yeah. It was his mom. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. And just basically saying like all sweet things and stuff. Yeah. So, um, was it where you met with mostly love and support well, through this? 100, 100%. Yeah. Yay. So I figured, oh, I'll get a couple of messages and, and stuff like that on my Facebook. I think, uh, I think when I, when I shared that, that, letter with you on my Facebook I think I had yeah something like I had well over a hundred messages of wow just on the Facebook thing but then I also had private messages in my inbox and stuff so I probably had like 200 messages from people wow we support you this is awesome whatever and and so even people who who didn't who I didn't really expect to message me and stuff like that like big construction people and stuff they're just like fuck yeah, this is awesome. Like you do what you got to do. I love that. Yeah. So that was, that was one of the coolest things. And yeah, yeah, it was, it was all right. So yeah. And then oh, I love that. It was neat. Just, just kind of like, Oh, wow. I guess I'm out. Like, and then I still had the anxieties because there was obviously not everybody sees my Facebook. So, I mean, I right. did have to tell lots of people, but like, hey, as soon as you tell one person, it's just so much easier to tell everyone. But now I, I was going into yeah. the to like the lumber yard. I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, yeah, no, I'm trans. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, and nobody cares. The only person yeah. that cares is me. I Yeah. And it's like I think there people are judging me, but I'm actually judging people mm-hmm. to not be accepting. Yeah. And I feel like that's such a valid point that you're making because in life, like we oftentimes um, like have a preconceived notion of what others are thinking. And a lot of times people are just not in a selfish way. I'm not trying to say it like that, but they're just worrying about themselves too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mean that to sound like you're only thinking about yourself because it's not, I don't mean it in that way. I just mean like they're thinking their own things. And I just think I, I am so inspirational that you were met with so much love and support. And it just really gives me hope for this world that we're moving in the right direction, like where it's just normal. It's just, okay, cool. I feel like it is normal. I mean, there's people in other parts of the world who aren't as lucky. I feel very privileged, like, to be able to follow this, everything that I'm doing. Um, Yeah, because I know know lots of people who who their family doesn't accept them, their friends Mm. don't accept them. It's not uncommon for me to hear somebody who lost, like, half of their friends. And it just goes to show you, like, the type of people that I I surround myself with amazing people. And that's something yes. I kind of, I feel like I have a gift of doing that, of just finding, like, amazing people in my life. Yeah, the good souls. Like, every community that you've talked to me about, no matter which area of your life, whether it's, you know, rock climbing, burlesque, wherever, it's just so much love. And that just speaks to your your love and your soul and your character. I think that's amazing. I, I do feel very lucky and this has been it's been super easy for me and has 
I mean, I have my anxieties and stuff like that. I have my dysphorias. Because, uh, uh, yeah, for a lot of time when I was doing um, classes with Cassidy, uh, we had this, like, they called it the box. And it was basically, like, a little dance room. From, and there's mirrors on three sides, two sides. Mm-hmm. And we'd be dancing. And I would see, like, Cassidy dancing there. And I would see myself dancing and looking in the mirror. And I hated looking. Like, yeah. yeah. Not easy. How do you feel when you look in the mirror now? I feel happier. Yeah. I, yeah. I see the changes. Yeah. And there's still lots of stuff that, because it's such a long journey, I still Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Yeah. I see lots of changing coming. So, mm-hmm. do you have a plan for what you're going to do, changes in the future? Uh, most of it's the, a lot of it, a lot of it is waiting. And mm-hmm. I'm you. I'm, I haven't told a lot of people about it, but I'm supposed to be going to Spain for face surgery. That's so exciting. So that that's kind of going to be like a, a game changer for me. Yeah. Um, get to be able to like be myself. Because right now I, I don't go, if someone saw me who hasn't seen me for two years, they'll probably just see me and be like, oh, there's Danny. They have long hair and wow, they got boobs too. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, and, and they probably wouldn't really see me as much different. I mean, I can go put on makeup and, and pop or whatever and go out, and I'm still, like, super tall and stuff, but my facial features give it away for me. So right. I would still follow the stairs and everything. So I just go out what, however it makes me comfortable. So yeah. I'm not, like, super feminine and have people, like, staring, and, and that that's not comfortable for me. It just gives me no. more yeah. So I feel like I feel like I can go out right now i go out in feminine clothes but might be like my bell bottom jeans, like a, a nice girl top or whatever and yeah. i just i feel comfortable so mm-hmm. yeah and try not to try not to overdo it so mm-hmm. it's yeah it just feels it feels right whatever yeah, on you got to do what feels right for sure yeah and hopefully after after i get back from spain trip and, uh, that's so exciting is that coming up soon so that's in that's coming up in july wow surgery july 25th i was supposed so to have exciting surgery. yeah I was supposed to have surgery on may the, the 4th mm-hmm. and i ended up going to a film festival the um burlesque festival um, yeah about four or five weeks before i ended up getting covid oh no and i had to cancel the trip so the day before we were going, I'm picking my my bestie Chastity there, and uh, mm-hmm. the day before, two days before we were gonna fly out, I had to cancel everything because they yeah. won't do on me if I've had COVID within seven weeks of surgery. Oh wow! So I would have been healed up for surgery, but still. So. Exactly. So, yeah. so that that devastated me. Like I was in bad shape for for a couple weeks. Where I just mm-hmm. didn't want to see anybody, and yeah, so yeah, and then slowly I kind of got back into it, and I see people because people were, I told people like, hey, next time you see me, I'm gonna have like new face, it'd be amazing, and whatnot, and then that didn't happen, and yeah, it was it was just hard. So now I had to wait another almost three months for a new date, which the place wow. that I'm going, thing they're just kind of like, oh, let's give you a new date, it's totally fine, and. And yeah, and they're just like super, 
super amazing. So Yay. That's great. Cause I feel like with something like this, you have to feel good with who you're working with for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I've done, I've done a lot of research for them. Right? I feel like this is the best place. Um, Yay. So, I'm so excited for you. Yeah. It's going to be so amazing. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's, it's going to be an interesting journey. Yeah. So I'll have, I'll have that and I'll have a bunch of healing and, and yeah. do it. It'll be interesting. Cause I don't know how, when I do come back, I'll be presenting a lot different too. Yeah. So with the feminization surgery, there's people all over, not all over the world. There's lots of surgeons that do it. A lot of people go to Mexico, some people go to Argentina. Um, mm-hmm. And down in the States, there was a, a doctor in Boston who was kind of like my, originally was kind of like my first choice before I even knew about the place that I'm going to. Right. Uh, I kind of saw results and stuff like that. But generally what they do is they got to open up your skull, trigger over mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. So, so a lot of the whole technique, they, they draw, they basically cut you open right at your hairline. Mm-hmm. Feel a scalp down, do, do the stuff. And they, they basically shave your brow bone. They, right. they shave your brow bone down. Um, sometimes they'll do like the orbital socket. They have to like shave out a little, um, they cut out basically your sinus cavity. They pull it out, shave all this down. And then they put that back because they can't shave that down too thick. So they'll do right. that. And then they can do like a, a, a rhinoplasty. Um, quite often they'll do like a, a jaw shave. So they'll shave the jaw. Uh, these parts, you see like here, mm-hmm. I have a boy jaw and a square jaw. <laughs> kind. So they basically change all of that. And then mm-hmm. they'll also, they can do like the Adam's apple. They can do right. that. Mine did last July. Um, where they shave that all down last July. Cool. So um somewhere else but yeah but in in how i told you a lot of people have like a scar over the, their forehead um that that's visible because it's right at the hairline but the place that i'm going right. to they actually um go in through the back of my head oh. so they do coronal torch from the back of the head so and they take like a strip of skin out of it mm-hmm. strip has hair follicles so those hair follicles they actually transplant back into the top of my head out wow oh my gosh that's amazing yeah. Yeah, like a transplant at the same time. Nice. Yeah, so it's a it's an interesting thing, and they use the three D modeling. So they actually like bolt a jig to my jaw, or a bolt a, a guide to my jaw, and they use like ultrasonic cutters that wow. bone. Um, whereas I don't think the places like in Mexico or all those other places, I think they I don't know if they use those at all the places. Mm-hmm. The swelling's gonna be I'll probably be a blow, um, but. <laughs> but um, they say that you're off pain medication in a day or two. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah. And yeah, it's just a lot of waiting for like swelling stuff to go down and healing. Totally. You don't oh, see your wow. salt for probably like six months to a year. Right for everything for to fully. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you get the kind of the result within like a month or two, but everything yeah. still go down for a long time. Totally. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. And also, have you been to Spain? Because that's that's cool. Spain is yep. on my bucket list. <laughs> but we're gonna do a, a good a good trip. We're gonna do like Barcelona, yeah. down to Valencia, Madrid, then down to our Malaga, and then eventually we'll end up in um, Marbella. Wow. So it comes to surgery. So, that's yeah. amazing. Oh my god, I can't wait to hear about your trip. Yeah. No, it's uh yeah, it's an exciting journey, and yeah, no, I, I just feel I feel pretty 
I feel pretty fortunate to have so many like amazing friends stuff around me. Um, yeah. Yeah, I had they did a surprise party for me a couple of weeks ago. Um, where yeah, my friend took me go karting and I came back and it's like all these people at Evergoo and were oh, yeah, they were just so there to fun. Wish me well and stuff, and then um, a bunch of other friends they they have a have a little video of them all like wishing me well and stuff on the video and which I've watched probably like ten times now and I can't oh yeah oh my god I would be bawling like even just hearing about it I'm like oh my god (laughs) so yeah it's for yeah but it's interesting because sometimes I get I'll post something and I'll get a lot of I'll get a lot of like love from it people would be like Mm -hmm. oh this is amazing or whatever and I really want to reply to all these people like but sometimes I just feel like I have to like shut down because it's just like mm-hmm. it's not it's amazing it's almost just I don't know for some reason it's just like wow I'm like I gotta take this in just I just kind of like shut down a little bit and uh yeah it feels it feels amazing yeah and, like I feel bad I'm like not replying but I'm just kind of like this takes so much energy sometimes like totally I could completely understand I feel like you must be I'm very empathic and I'm kind of getting that from you too it's like you feel things on a different level and you're it is an exertion of energy like when you're responding because you're you're putting your heart into it like you know I totally get that I think that's good to give yourself the space and then you know come back whenever whenever it feels right to you yeah yeah no absolutely yeah that's the Mm -hmm. way the way life is for me now it's like I I really understand I'm understanding a lot of things through this through this journey that I've never really understood before. Like I feel like I'm just a lot more just understanding about people's like anxieties and stuff. So mm. I never had dysphoria. Once I started transitioning, I had crazy dysphoria. Yeah. And I'm just like, why do I have it now when I didn't have it before? Right. Um, like I, I had the I guess I you say I guess I, I had the dysphoria. <clears throat> where I kind of didn't like my body and stuff like that. But now it's just like, yeah, it's different now. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot more like feelings. Like, yeah. So, yeah. I love this. The journey of self-discovery is always so amazing. And like each one of us, our paths are all so unique. And it's just so incredible to hear these stories. It's just, it's what connects us and, you know, helps everyone realize like you're not alone. And I just love that. Yeah, no. And it's, it's interesting too, because uh, yeah, there's just so many people that are still in hiding right now. So I mm-hmm. mentioned how I have like so many Facebook friends uh, online, like my one page, I think I have quite a few hundred on this, on this one page. Yeah. And Lots of people who they just they like they dress up and stuff. That's their outlet. They're married. They can't tell their wives because they're afraid that they're going to divorce, get their mm-hmm. jobs and stuff. And just there's just like a lot of fear out there. And some yeah. of that valid, and some of the fear is maybe more in their head. They don't realize how how right. more accepted people are. Um, because I think society around uses a lot of slurs and stuff so when yeah. i so when i'm around people if someone has says they might just say some kind of like not necessarily a transphobic slur or something like that but they might um, if they don't support 
something that's like a like a ping for me yeah mm-hmm. like I had friends who were talking about a uh, transgender person one time um all my close friends and they started talking about this transgender person um and as soon as they just started talking about this person I just like ping I was like woke up and I'm just like okay I'm waiting for them to say something bad about this person and right. a conversation it wasn't a long conversation so they were talking about this person and I was like Oh, they didn't really say anything wrong. Like, I mean, they they use a few a few words that were not. They used a couple of the wrong the wrong words, but it right, was, it wasn't uh, wasn't bad. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I was just like, oh wow, these people they're safe. Like, and that that's like my close group of friends. So yeah. Talking about this person, and and it was interesting as they were talking about this person because they had no clue that this person was a friend of mine too. So, right. And that. They had no clue that I was in that kind of, in that community, and I knew mm-hmm. this. So, so that was yeah. that was interesting. But yeah, the way that people reached out to me after when I came out and stuff gave me a lot of validation. So, Absolutely, I think a lot more people need to be um, kind of vocal. They need to be, yeah, they need to be more open towards stuff like vocal about stuff mm-hmm. and just show their support. Because when I was, whenever I was around people, um, I had some friends who would post about like pride, like, oh my God, look at these, like these drag queens or whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's a safe person for me. Yeah. Be like one little thing, somebody who who posts like the the flag around their profile picture or something like that. Boom, you're Mm -hmm. safe. Absolutely. So, So I had all of that, which was. Yeah, so so I pick out all these safe people. I always tell people now, it's kind of like, um, if you're want to be, if you're going to be an ally, which most people are, um, just be sure to show it once in a while. Because I, yeah, myself, I I was looking for it from all from everybody. It's cool to hear that. Just by doing that, you're helping potentially helping someone yeah. feel safe. Yeah. That's yeah. great, and it and it doesn't take anything much. It's like on your Facebook page or whatever, just even like have like I support I support anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm and most of the time when they support anything, say it's even like the like um the queer community or or just mm-hmm. any community, you know that that person is will generally be supporting everybody. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just all yeah. about love and openness, right? And we're people. Like let's just love on our people. Yeah. So but it, yeah. it is it is amazing to know how much love is out there and how, how people are, are accepting, even people that yeah. you, you don't think. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think for me, um, when you were talking with, with Kelsey the other day. Um, yes. Yeah, about coming out and how scared she was coming out. Um, mm-hmm. For me, it wasn't. It was just like I had all my ducks in a row. Yeah. Just, like, this is happening. Yep, and here we go. As soon as I posted, I just kind of went down and was like, whatever, this is what it is. <laughs> we're here, we're ready. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we all have different things that to lose too. So, yes. not like every case is the same for sure. Exactly. Yeah, it's beautiful because it's like you can maybe find people that maybe have gone through something similar or maybe haven't, but there's always a way, you know, you can resonate with different people or connect with one part of their story or maybe all of it. You never know. So that's the beauty yeah. of it. 
yeah, but and it depends on like when, if you're married or connected with somebody. Yeah. It, there's def- different circumstances for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have yeah. any like uh, advice for anyone who may be struggling with coming out or anything like that? I think if people were, um, so for my myself, my biggest resource was Facebook. Like I connected on Facebook. It was interesting because I told you how I how I came into the Facebook. But it was mm-hmm. actually my very first Facebook friend ended up being a had like four friends maybe at the time ended up being a uh, she was a drug dealer um felon or something like that is kind of like which i didn't know till later or whatever but yeah you're just kind of connecting right you're just random facebook requests like boom boom this person this person and some wood or whatever then eventually i started i tease somebody and and their story kind of resonate mm-hmm. it's, it's great that a lot of people have their their facebook stuff public yeah and, so I would see a lot of stuff and I'd, I'd send them a message like, hey, this is my story. It's like, I'd love to connect on here. Some people, they just delete you. Other people are like, hey, thanks for the message. Like, sure. Yeah. So that's how I connected with a lot of people. So cool. um, I would say that if you wanted to connect with people who are similar to you, I'd definitely like Facebook or Instagram or some kind of social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kelsey found a lot of uh, hers on TikTok. Like she, that was she's built a big community there. I find like it seems like I know it was it existed before a pandemic, but pandemic it blew up. Like it was everywhere, and uh, yeah, she uh, she liked that platform a lot. And that's the beauty of social media. There's so many platforms you can find which one kind of flows with you the best, and go from there and build your community. Yeah, but I would even if you're like hiding or anything like that. So for me, I set up a. Um, just a well basically a fake a fake name right um, yeah persona and that was my facebook page people all knew that it was fake because they know mm-hmm. how private how private a lot of people are yeah and i yeah like i just message people you can't just like go friend request people because they're just gonna kick you off because chances are you have no pictures no profile anything right. like that and there's so much crap on the internet people taking over people's accounts and stuff so yeah there's a lot than when I started but I would say send people messages be like hey this is my story like be genuine about it yeah people and sometimes you connect with people and you're just like shit I picked the wrong person here (laughs) and and other you're just like oh we have a connection maybe maybe it's like a little connection maybe it's a big connection but it's something yeah Yeah. that's right And, and through those people you just keep networking and yeah so like I say I have a network of people like throughout the world basically um, yeah everything and uh yeah that that that's the the best resource i, I would say because i was looking around town it's like okay i want like some trans networks in like vancouver and stuff like that mm-hmm. i found nothing like i knew some places or whatever but they didn't really fit what i needed because right i wanted people who are the same same as me sort of or yeah. the same we had the Basically all, because there's such a diversity of the gender community Yeah, yeah, it's hard to find somebody that actually, like, click with. Totally, so, yeah. Got to be the right yeah. vibe, for sure. Yeah. So even in Vancouver now, I mean, I have lots of trans friends, but I would say that we are all quite a bit different. Like, yeah. Um, it's interesting how, yeah, I think if we had met now, maybe we maybe would not have connected, but we made a bond back when we kind of had 
same views as whatever. So yeah, that's right. But I, I would say definitely social media, and yeah. yeah, be afraid to call people up. Just be like, hey, I need help with this because chances are, so that's how I started. So when someone yeah. messages, I'm just I'll I'll help them out. I mean, sometimes it can get overwhelming because when I started, yeah. I found someone who would talk to me, and I just like keep talking to them. And now, if you get that nowadays, sometimes it's kind of like, why is this person keep bugging me all of the time? Like, <laughs> I like this but yeah it's i know it's it's interesting but but i yeah. I, appreciate, I appreciate how how social media was there for me and i want to make sure that i'm there for, for other people as well absolutely important to, to have that yeah, definitely there for people and even how little it is it could be like i say it could be a it could be a tap on the shoulder in a bar that says hey I and a big you. smile yeah. yeah yeah so I mean, that was, what was that? However many years ago that was. And I'll yeah. Think. Oh, and that's the thing. The impact that we can have as humans with other humans is you can do the smallest thing and it can make the biggest difference. So that's why it's good to just, you know, always be mindful and try and be kind and smile and just, you never know what that might do for someone. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And I never thought I'd want to be open about everything, like publicly and stuff. But yeah. I just feel like, I should for for the people who who were in my position where they just don't feel safe to come out. And That's they right. Just know that there's so many people they don't see them because they're all in hiding. But I message so many people, like tons of my friends have other people that they know other than me that are trans mm -hmm. or non-binary or anything, but mm -hmm. they don't know about them. I do. Yep. Oh, so that's why you got to be careful too. Like if you ever have like a little slur, like, oh, that's gay or oh, look at that trans person or say something negative. Right. They see it. And and as soon as they see it, you're a red flag to them. Totally. So now was me growing up for a lot of people. And mm -hmm. uh, even like, um, even when I was young, um, yeah, even like family members and stuff like that, they'd be watching like the, Jerry Springer on you or or something like that and they would talk badly about something and there's like oh look at these weirdos or whatever and mm -hmm. that just killed me because it's kind of like oh I'm that weirdo yeah totally yeah Whereas now I embrace my weirdo <laughs> I love I same here I'm just like I am gonna be my weird self and I'm gonna live and love and that's what's up <laughs> so no but it's great yeah I'm feeling good about all of this so yeah. much life, so much life to live and everything has its up and downs like i last week i had like shit kind of anxiety just over like mm -hmm. this trip oh is it gonna happen this time and yeah and stuff just kills you but you know there's a light at the tunnel absolutely and like we happen. always say like healing's not linear so you know there's gonna be those days we're still in, having a human experience so it's okay if you know you have an off day like that it's gonna happen but just like you're saying keep going yeah yeah no so yeah i would say that definitely definitely people just be more open and just like of everything it's, yeah. i mean we've we've all we've all been ignorant about things i i sure mm -hmm. hell. oh I, everyone and the only way is to to learn and to yeah. research and ask questions yeah but yeah you got to put in that learning and and mm -hmm. like 
even even within the trans community there's i feel like i know thousands and thousands of researchers like online and stuff like figuring shit out and yeah that i should know everything there is but i don't sometimes something new comes up that challenges the beliefs that i have i'm just not like Mm -hmm. wow that's new like yeah have to research that figure shit out totally it's like again the internet has been so great because like I google everything I'm like okay let's go and I get in these deep dives where I learn I think that's why I have so much random knowledge because I just look up everything because it's at our fingertips let's use it and educate ourselves so we can be more inclusive and learn about diversity in every every range yeah I think one of the best resources out there too that I found is actually Reddit like oh I, yeah like I, I love instagram instagram's amazing you do connect with people there too but reddit there's like so many subreddits and stuff like um yeah i mean there's a lot of, a lot of crap on there too but yeah but so much information on there because you just like google like anything like mm-hmm. hrt or or whatever and and boom you have like shit kind of information there and of course yeah. it's opinions and stuff like that but you can usually read through and and at least yeah you get an idea of stuff totally it's like you know anything take things with a grain of salt it's like use your discernment when you read but yeah that's right and again it's another way to connect great because i mean even even like doctors um they know all of their stuff they're book smart for Mm -hmm. all of them but even as like the hrt and all that kind of stuff is going on there's new research and stuff that's kind of coming that's like oh this this works this seems to work better now there's like instead of there being like i don't know how many thousand patients before now there's maybe like hundreds of thousands of patients yeah but like all of this new information coming coming about so mm-hmm. yeah. that's right good to just, stay on top of it be informed i like that yeah life is just an ever ever changing journey of like information mm-hmm. growth yeah. and learning it's ne- it's always happening never ends in a good way yeah yeah keep an open yeah. mind away absolutely i love that do you have any final words of wisdom for us because i feel like you've said so many amazing things and i'm just like you keep dropping all these good wisdom on us but if you had anything else i don't want to miss anything this is a great story yeah no i i think the only thing is just like surround your surround yourself with with good people and yeah Mm -hmm. read the red flags of people and like if i think if you surround your yourself with with good people you're gonna you're gonna do good good in life and yeah your highs and lows yeah and just be like i was saying about allyship and stuff like that just be vocal about stuff too and like Mm -hmm. i i see you out there like if if you see somebody who who might be like coming out or having a hard time just like send them a message and say hey i see you i see i see your struggle i'm sorry you're doing this but i see you yeah, and I, think I love that. The biggest, I think that's one of the biggest things that you can do. Um, yeah, even within like the burlesque community, I'll, I'll see like new performers and stuff, and I'll yeah, send them a message like, "Hey, you did a, you fucking slayed out there." Yeah. I love that because yeah. it's like a vulnerable thing. Like you know, when you put yourself out there, it's it's vulnerable, and to just have that support, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people maybe if, if someone that's new in a community or something they don't know anybody so even just having that validation from anybody is just like this thought 
like I just yeah and when you lift someone's spirit it's you better in life and I so think, true I love that I think that I think that's what we all need is like good people like so I agree yeah. and like what I love too is you even went out and found people and built your own community via social media so it's like, even if you are someone who maybe doesn't have people around you physically who resonate with you, like Danny did, you can go out and, you know, find those, find your people, find your tribe, because they're out there. 100% well, they're out there. Yeah. yeah, I say that if you, if you are, I definitely, if you are in hiding, you feel alone or whatever, definitely pop into social media. I mean, there's a lot of shit out there, but you, <laughs> you got to weave through and, and connect with people who are on like the same page as you and just make. But at the same time, read the red flags. And, I mean, if, yes. if they're kind of like more of a, a toxic person, you, even though they might be the same, you need to move on. But Absolutely. Eventually, find people who click with you, and, and through them, they might have some friends. You network, and yeah, yeah. like I say, I, I start out with like one or two friends, just like snowballed to like a few hundred within. <laughs> It's amazing. It's so amazing. And the right people for you, you'll feel it and they'll bring out your best and it'll just feel so natural. I feel blessed to have so many great friends. Yeah, I I love them all. And it's just like, I feel lucky that I could don't, I just wish, I wish everybody had. Yeah, totally. I'm so happy. Like this was such a good conversation. I was like, I feel like we could talk for literally five hours. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, no, there's still there's still so much information out there. But yeah, um, yeah. No, I I enjoyed this, and I I appreciate having this platform to tell yeah. my story, help someone else who's out there, or help educate or, the people around who maybe don't really realize what what I'm going through. Or yeah, definitely. And thank you for being so open. And like any questions I have, because I I always want to make sure I'm respectful in what I'm asking. But I'm just genuinely curious about all of the process. And I feel like you sharing, again, it just helps educate people and put it out there. So I really do appreciate you being so open with us. And we're going to definitely have you on again because we're on a journey. We are on a journey, everyone. <laughs> yes, we are. It's going to be a fun journey. So, yeah, I imagine I can see a lot of, a lot of good things. A lot of good yes. talk. Oh, great. so good. I'm so so excited. I'm so excited for you too in your journey. I can't wait to be updated on the process and see how everything goes. I'll 100% be wishing you all the good vibes and the tea drinkers out there will also be sending all the good vibes because that's what we do here. No, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad that you'll be along for this journey now too. And you can just yeah. It. It's fun. I'm when so excited. Lots of people along for the ride. That's just all that love and support, right? It's perfect because you'll no matter how the energy is going to you, you will feel it and it'll be amazing. No, I think it's win-win for both people. Like people get yeah. they're serious. And for me, I get that support. I get to have a, yeah, I get to talk about it, which is yeah. healthy. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yes. Preach on yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate you having me on. Amazing. Yeah. So we'll get your social medias too. So people, you know, if they resonated and they want to connect, let us know. How can they reach you? Yeah. So I have my Instagram, which is DannyJacobs72. That's probably the best way to. Okay. Um, yeah. Even though my account is private. Um, yeah. Just shoot. I, I, I weed out my thing quite a bit because I'm fairly private. Shoot me a message and say, hey, I saw you. 
on the podcast or yeah or just just usually usually if i if their if their account's private too i'll just be like yeah sorry but when i see something that maybe resonates with me or whatnot um but yeah there's so much on social media right now that you do have to be careful um, totally but shoot me a message i will eventually find it sometimes the message gets lost so maybe i delete but yeah oh hey sorry i didn't you but yeah. yeah oh that happens to me too oh my god the messages can get lost so easy so i totally get you there <laughs> definitely want to be there for people who need the support yeah want to connect or talk so yeah you good that's amazing thank you for sharing the socials i'll make sure too if you're watching on youtube everything's going to be linked in the description box if you're listening It'll all be linked. And also, if you're checking out my Instagram, which you probably are, if you're listening or watching, everything's going to be linked. She's going to be linked everywhere. <laughs> so there'll be no no difficulty in locating the lovely Danny. Thank you so much. It's been great. So good. Oh, no. Thank you again. Like, I really do appreciate it because these stories, like I said, are so special. And I just, like I said, I feel honored that I get to share them because I just think it's amazing and I want to spread that love and light. So I do appreciate you so, so much. So we're going to call that tea time for today, everyone. But thank you so much for joining us. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe. That'll build our community up. And also, if you're listening on podcasts, give a rating and you can subscribe there as well. And I appreciate every single one of you tuning in. It really does mean a lot to me and love connecting. So reach out anytime and wishing you love and light. We'll see you next time.